Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Today's article really is more about um, information about the market rather than trading tips and traps, but it really does to me, go hand in hand with that area anyway. And and, I, and to me, the, the, today's podcast is regarding an article that I read in the Herald Sun here in Melbourne on the 15th of May, so just a, a few days ago, actually. And it was actually an article put together by Karina Barrymore, who's a, a very well-known journalist here in Melbourne, and one I deal with quite regularly who asked me for comment on stories. But for some reason, she didn't ask me for comment on this one. And you'll figure out why, I suppose, in a minute when you when you when when I start reading you some of the story, you'll figure out the flavor of this. But uh, the actual um, title of the story goes into, if you're into trading stocks, there are deals to be made online. And uh, the big title is Click Goes the Shares. And it starts off saying, Mum and Dad, Mum, Dad and Junior can now trade live with a touch of a button, switch between share markets around the world and jump in and out of deals within minutes. It's easy as it sounds, but whether it's a good thing is another question. The massive growth of so-called day traders, otherwise known as short-term gamblers, and easy mistakes like last week's $1 trillion wipeout in New York highlight the dangers. Now, I have to agree with Karina here, or the the person that's been giving her information, and it says, it is as easy as as it sounds. You can get in and out of shares and move around from different markets is a click of a button. Uh, uh, but the thing is, it is really dangerous. And the massive growth of people that call themselves day traders, uh, to me, is huge. And, and those listeners who listen to these podcasts regularly will know that, you know, I've said a few times that most people that tell me they're traders um, are not traders in my book. But I won't go back into all of that one. Um, but they are really are short-term gamblers. And, the, and pretty much this article is a little bit about platforms or you know, stockbroking platforms and how easy it is for people to trade. But I'll give you some alarming statistics in a second. But uh, the, the actual article goes on, and according to financial analyst Michael Watson from CanStar or Canix, which do a lot of surveys and research, the online era has taken share trading to an almost unthinkable level even just a decade ago. Now imagine, you know, uh, when I first started trading and buying and selling shares in the 80s, you know, I didn't even, like, the internet was only just coming out and it's like, you know, actually being able to get on your computer and actually buy and sell shares was really something of the future here. And, and to me, this whole growth of online trading and the ease of access to it is not necessarily good for us because it's so easy for us to hit a button and not put our brain into gear. It, it is, and this is where people make lots and lots of mistakes. In the old days, like when I first started trading, I physically had to ring the broker and place my trades. And if I was physically ringing another person on the other end of the phone, I had to put my brain into gear, calculate what I wanted to do, uh, make the decision, and then ring them and make a conscious action. Whereas now it can all happen in a matter of seconds, and all of a sudden your trades on the market, and nobody actually knows about it because you're a faceless person on the other end of a keyboard. Now the the article goes on to say the most vital factor when deciding which online trade uh, online trader uses first is to know what type of, type of trader you are. And CanStar splits the industry into three groups: the casual investors, active investors and full-on traders. Now, how often you trade, the average dollar amount of each trade and the level of risk you're prepared to carry makes a huge difference to the value you get from certain features on the online trading platforms. And that's correct. If the more you trade, theoretically, the cheaper it should be or the more they're going to they're going to give you. Now, for instance, an investor that does less than a dozen share trades a year at, say, $5,000 a time is likely to value a great education service 
within a stockbroking account. Now, I reckon that's an oxymoron. You don't get very good education within a stockbroking account. You get very basic stuff that's free from the web. You don't learn how to trade. You actually just learn how to place trades and a little bit about the markets. On the other hand, a dynamic trading platform and charting software are essential for the active trader, but a waste of money for those who invest on occasionally. And I, I, I agree with the, the article in that respect. It is critical for somebody who trades more often um, and who is much more serious at trading. But if you don't know how to use the software properly, then what's the use of it? And that's where I find a lot of people, they're really challenged about these charts and they just get a few charts from their Comsec screens or E-Trade screens and think they're a technical analyst or a technical trader and they really don't understand the first thing about looking at them and making analysis on them and this is where we've got to be careful just because you get these services doesn't mean that they're good for you and, and I know I've had a lot of brokers say oh we can give you all these things and charts on the platform that we want to give you and all these indicators and I say well that's great but I don't need those things that's not how I trade um, and they think they're whiz bang. Now brokerage costs are usually a key factor for most traders and I have to agree with the article here and the brokerage will affect different users in different ways and I find to me in my personal experience is a lot of people try and go for the what they perceive as the cheapest. Now to me cheap implies you're getting a bargain and, and sometimes when you go for cheap you don't get good service and I'd rather go for better service and pay a little bit more money for that but anyway the article goes on and says um, those for those free, infrequent low value traders, a high fee will simply lengthen the amount of time required to break even. Totally correct. On the other hand, high trade or high volume users will find that large brokerage will eat into their overall return. Well, that's only if they're not very good traders to me. And if you're a good trader, the brokerage is a minuscule amount of what you're going to be paying. If you're doing what I find is most of these guys who trade or people that trade a lot and very very frequently is there if you calculated their average amount that they would earn per hour in a job they earn less than somebody a young kid that works at mcdonald's in what they're doing because of all the costs and the time involved and what they're doing the amount of money they're getting out of the market they might as well go and work at mcdonald's and they'll get paid more and they won't have the stress and really that's what it's all about here is it's about having the knowledge and understanding how to do it now here i'm going to give you some statistics it says to work out what type of investor you and remember this is according to this article in the herald sun if you're a casual investor, if you have average transactions, you have 10 transactions, an average transaction of $5,000 and you trade shares, uh, the description is a casual investor buys and sells occasionally and usually has, has a long-term strategy to their portfolio, education tools, simplicity and low cost are important factors. Okay, I can, that's fa I can fathom that, that's okay. An active investor, average transactions a year, 96. This is an active one. Average transaction value, $35,000, type of securities traded, shares and managed funds. In description, an active investor buys and sells about eight times a month. They use the latest market information and fundamental analysis to pick their stocks. Comprehensive research tools are important to these investors. And because they have a high volume of trades, cost is also a factor. Now, that may be a statistical fact on what's out there with people trading on Comsec and E-Trade, etc. But I would suggest most of these people wouldn't make any money uh, on what that information's giving me and here's the real doozy the trader if you're a trader and this is what they deem a trader is 480 transactions per year on average now how's that 
I don't think I've ever done 480 transactions in a year. Um, and I don't think I'll ever get to that. And to me, some, as soon as somebody says to me they do 480 transactions a year, I tell them they're not making any money. And I'd be right 99.999% of the time. The average value of the transaction is 15,000 types of securities, shares, derivatives, and dynamic trading. Um, the description says buy, traders buy and sell at very high frequency using the latest market information to pick their stocks. Cost is important because of high volume of trades. However, a dynamic trading platform and availability of derivatives is their key consideration. So they're highly leveraged people and trying to trade a lot. And quite often these people will just trade on volume alone. They see the market moving or something moving in the market with a bit of volume on it and they jump on it for the day and then try and get off on it. Um, and as I said, these people here, that would tell me that the people doing that the 99.9% of those people doing that wouldn't know in my book, wouldn't be a trader in my book because they'd be more gambling um, and their knowledge level wouldn't be high because to me, making profits out of the market, the less you do, the more money you'll make. And that's a statistical fact that I've found with lots of brokers. Um, their research is the people that make the most money trade less and trade for longer periods of time. So I'll leave all that with you and hopefully that uh, if you saw that article, that's great. And if you didn't, um, I've just given you a bit of a snapshot of it. But really, it's about what type of trader you want to be or an investor you want to be. And I would take these sorts of articles with a grain of salt, even though, you know, Karina Barrymore is a great journalist. And I think uh, it's quite a balanced article, but it's still to me that's even though that might be the statistics of Canix, I don't really think that's a real world anyway. Anyway, I'll leave it there with you. Um, you've been listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. Take care and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 SHARE TRADE.